Hey, it's A. Hey, it's Fee. And this is T with A and Fee. With the first pick in the 2018 WNBA draft, the Las Vegas Aces select Asia Wilson from the University of South Carolina. Please join me in welcoming to the stage the WNBA's 2019 Rookie of the Year, Nafisa Collier. Asia, quick stepping around Stevens. Reese gets denied by Collier. How good is the defense been of this rookie? Okay, well, this is our first episode. Are you excited? Yes, I'm excited. I'm, I'm a like, little nervous. Me too. Like right now, I don't know. I don't know if it's because it's game day or what, mm. but I'm super nervous. I know. <laughs> well, since this is the first episode, let's start from the beginning. How did we meet, Asia? How did we meet, V? I think I met you at USA Basketball, right? I Wasn't it... Um, you 18? I want to say, yeah, we were super, and like we were some of the youngest on the team. Yeah, we went to Mother Russia. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we did. And that was quite a time. Did we go to like, wasn't isn't it called like the Red Square? Yeah, we did go to the Red Square. Oh, that was awesome. Was cold. Yes. Okay. Yes. TBT for you there. <laughs> That's how we met and we went to Russia. I actually cool. remember because um, I was in high school and then you and Azra, and I don't remember who else were in college. I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys are so adult. <laughs> no! So once we left Russia, we then met each other up in college. And I don't know about you, but I really feel like the media really hyped up this rivalry. They definitely did. <laughs> because you guys had like the biggest arena. It was 18,001. Yep. It fit 18,001. You know how I know that? Because at every game, CD, our assistant coach, we would have to guess how many. And it was the most random number. And I was so <laughs> mad that it had that one. Hey. And I lost. Yes. And like, I don't know. Our crowds were just always, I mean, of course you love playing UConn. It's like something that's Everyone wants to get involved. And I loved when you guys came and visited or we went up to visit, visit you guys. But I think like for us, it was just like the hype around the game. And I'm like, dang, y'all hyping up a game. And I am here to say, no, <laughs> I've never beat UConn, never will beat UConn. I'm glad we have this on record. <laughs> <laughs> I will never. Be, yes, it is on record. I will never beat them. But that's OK. I have always loved playing you guys because, you know, it was always fun, even though it was me at the random time of. The season. It would be because obviously we're not in the same conference. True. So, but um, they were so fun because every time the arena was sold out, whether it was every at your time. place or our place, so it was <laughs> packed. And I'm like, why are so many people here to watch us like just play? But like, I guess that's where it all like formed of just like the love of women's basketball. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys already had it and like South Carolina's up and coming, but man, like every night. <laughs> When I tell you the shakes I got before playing in the 18,001 packed arena, like I felt like before tip, I'm like getting the shakes and I can't, my knees are wobbling a little bit. There's just so many people and they're so hype. And you guys have those little plastic things that you hit together that makes so much noise. It was so fun. I'm, I'm so glad. Cause like for us, we will be ready, but at the same time, it's like, damn, like we really got to go in this snow from mm -hmm. the South to play. And it, I mean, it was cool. Like you, you guys, student section, I remember y'all had like a whiteout or something and it was just, we did. It was. Everything was just crazy. I don't even know how many seats are in y'all's. How many seats? It's only um, like 10,000, a little bit more than 10,000, mm, but, but it felt makes like, it more because yeah. it's so packed. Yeah. I was like, oh, I hate, oh, I hated going to UConn to play. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and then you would lose and I'm like, Oh, we literally came all the way here to lose. And like with us, we would play you guys and then we'll go and play like a Missouri. So it's like back to back. Hey, I'm from like, Missouri. What are you talking about, Missouri? <sighs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's a, that's a, 
podcast for another day. <laughs> right. A whole another day. But it would just be literally like hell week. And we're like, damn, like we really just got to play this. But it was cool. But I can definitely say media, you guys kind of hyped that game up. But cool. Yo, and I remember my freshman year too, I didn't even play. I don't think I even got in the game. I'm like crying. Like this is the most fun game of the year. I didn't even get in. <laughs> Gino had to make sure he had a game plan. He stuck with it through and through. Hey. Because you were creating such a problem for us. He's like, freshman, you can't be trusted. No, 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 not you. Someone else, come on, come in, get in. That is funny. Yeah, the preparation for you. But I can honestly say the preparation for UConn, we really didn't change up. I'm pretty sure teams that play you guys probably change up their whole game plan because it's like, okay, how do we stop who? But for us... We pretty much kept it the same. I was like, "Well, aren't you cool?" <laughs> so you guys had a big preparation for us. I'm kidding. No, we did the same too. And coach really takes pride in that too. He brings it up like during the year. We yeah. prepare the same for every game, but it's true. We really do. But obviously, like our practice players had to be you guys and stuff. Mm, and it's like, yeah, same. And it still, even playing against men who are twice our size and right. height, was still not good enough to prepare us. It's for, just so much different when you get in the game. It is like no matter how hard, no matter how different the guys are they're still it's like once you're in game it's like no you're not our practice player <laughs> and it's so hard playing against a good player like we know you're left-handed we know you like to go left <laughs> you will still get left you will still shoot with that left hand do whatever you want to do i know in my head that's what you want to do <laughs> you get just, there anyway i promise you i get it yes yes <laughs> yes i'm i'm here Ooh. with you so like as we get through college and as i lose how many seven times however many times <laughs> we finally get to a moment where i'm like all right I'm done. I actually, my last, my senior year, my last game I played was against UConn in Albany. Yeah. It was like, was I, it? Yeah. It was the, it was Elite Eight. Was it? Mm hmm. Oh. Yep. Yep. It was the last time I played. And that's like, <laughs> that's the last thing I know. <laughs> but it's all good. Like, because later on, I just, I went on to New York. Once again, well, went back to New York. And then it was draft night. Draft night was was different. I'm pretty sure, even though we got drafted different years, different numbers, I'm pretty sure we all had the chills, the mm -hmm. achy stomach to just like, for me, sweaty palms. Mm -hmm. But how was your draft night experience? Like, was it well, what you dreamt of or? I was actually going to ask you, like, <laughs> even though you, like, you pretty much knew you're going one, <laughs> like everyone knew you're going one. Is it still in the back of your head? Like, what if they don't pick me one? Um, for sure. I honestly wasn't even thinking about going one. I think my biggest thing was just making sure that for one, I didn't rip my outfit. Um, because the measurements were all wrong and oh, I no. couldn't function. And for two, I was a, so like, I guess I was just so happy to be there that I really didn't care. I was like, it's a lie for the people. We want to go one, one or bust. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was really cool to hear your name being like the number one draft pick, but like, I still just had the jitters until I heard Lisa, like say, you know, with the number one pick Las Vegas, she's and then like my world just stopped. Like mm -hmm. my body stopped. And like something was like, Asia, stand up. Like you have to go because I would have just sat there. But it was just really cool just to have that that moment to finally say, well, I've been drafted um, that weekend, which is a ton of fun. Went to the Empire State Building and went to the top, top level. So it was just a lot of fun for my family to be there. But it was still nerve wracking. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, and it was weird my year too, because we didn't have a person that we knew was going one. Mm. Like I had no idea Jackie was going one. That is true. Yeah. I mean, we had our, I think the talent in our class is like really spread out. We have a lot of good yes. players in our class. Yes. So I'm like sweating profusely the entire time. <laughs> but you knew you were going to get picked like top 10. 
Oh, I would hope I'm getting picked top 10. <laughs> what are you trying to say? But like, that's how I would look at it. Like, okay, push come. It's not like we're like the NBA where we have like a bajillion teams. We had 12 teams. So it's like, all right. And I, I always felt like they wouldn't invite me to this draft if they weren't going to draft me top. But <laughs> you never know. But like, that's how I seriously would think. I'd be like, no way they invite me to this thing and not get drafted. But hey, hey, it might happen. It might not happen. The thing is, you just got to keep your head on straight. Keep it pushing. And just be happy that you're there in the moment. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so now we're past draft. Okay, we're good. Mm-hmm. We're, we're good. We know to our teams. Like, how was your moment, like, when you first got to Minnesota? And you're like, I'm here. Like, what was, like, going through your mind? Um, it was weird. I mean, it felt like such a whirlwind. I mean, we had the final four and then like two days later, I'm in New York and a week later I'm in Minnesota. All my (laughs) stuff is moved. I'm on a new team. I'm meeting all these new people. Like it is, you're literally a freshman again. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think people understand how quick of a turnaround it is. Like so fast, especially if you're like a Yukon that makes it all the way there to like a point where it's like, dang, after this, we got to go jump and go straight to the draft and jump and go straight to training camp. Like mm-hmm. that is, that's a lot. Like people really don't understand that turnaround. But I think for me, it helped me out because it didn't allow me to like slug off. Like mm-hmm. it got me into the flow. Yes, of things. you're like, in shape. That's the one thing. Yeah. You are in shape. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is. Um, It is hard. And <laughs> I remember one day like, Cause training camps, what, three weeks usually? Mm, pretty much. And you have so many plays to learn. In college, you got like like a month at least to like <laughs> learn all your plays and they have the summer to introduce you to it. And yeah. there's slowly a couple <laughs> plays a day. We legit learned 20 plays in one day. By the end, I'm literally laughing. I'm like, there's no way she expects me to learn this many plays in one day. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Right. Well, see, for you, at least you went into a team where you had bets, like you had people that knew the system, like were in it versus me, new team, new coach, new place to play, new everything. It's freshman year for everybody. Freshman year for everybody. And they're like, oh, well, this is the year to grow and learn and figure ourselves out. And I'm like, I get it. But we still have to perform. <laughs> and then at the same time, it's like, you're a rookie, take this team. And I'm like, yeah, that's excuse a lot. me? <laughs> did you feel a lot of pressure? I did. I did. It was a lot of pressure because, I mean, my bets were like bomb. Like, I really enjoyed them. But at the same time, it was still new for everybody. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like a system that was built in it, especially like a Minnesota where you have that championship system. For us, we're still trying to figure it out. So, like, it was a lot of pressure. But in all honesty, I was so surprised that I won Rookie of the Year. Why? Because that wasn't even on my mind. Like, my thing was like, all right, I just got in here from college. Like, I'm just trying to play. I'm just trying to survive. Yeah, like, I'm just trying to know my plays and just go to the gym. And that's it. Like, I don't have to worry about classes. This is my job now. How <laughs> nice was it not having classes? <laughs> Amazing. I still think the good Lord that I'm not in school. <laughs> I understand like shout out to everyone that's like in grad school and Mm -hmm. playing or like all the student athletes because in college you take it as like oh this is a part of it but once you're out oh my god I was out like no I took I mean I abused the privilege I watched the whole Marvel series in the order that you should watch them 
You know those movies are like three hours long and yes. there's like 13 or whatever? Yes. <laughs> I finished that in less than a week. <laughs> I would go to practice. I would sit in my bed. I would watch Marvel movies and I would order Uber Eats. That's it. That's the life of a professional athlete. I abused that power. <laughs> but like, no, like I really, it wasn't on my mind to like go in and say, okay, I'm winning rookie of the year. Like that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, hey, Thanks. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Like I, I couldn't do it on my teammates, honestly, especially with our draft class. Like it, it was still a good draft class as well to come in. So I was like, you know, whatever happens, happens. So mm-hmm. that was my rookie of the year story. But what was what was your rookie of the year <laughs> story? <laughs> so I actually did go in the mindset I wanted to win because um, I honestly felt kind of slighted about national player of the year in college. I felt like I should have won that one. So I kind of came into the league with like, all right, well, you didn't think I was the best player then. I'm going to show you now in a league of professionals. Who won player of the year with you guys? Uh, Megan Gustafson. Oh, okay. And I'm not, I'm not trying to take away from Megan. Like she had a great year. She scored a lot of points and she did a lot for her team. But I just personally felt like I should have won. Yeah. Um, And, (laughs) Rookie of the year is like, again, you're coming in and basically as a freshman, like everything is new. It's kind of the only thing that I could focus on that I could control. Like I can play well. I can focus on myself, you know? So, um, I, yeah, I kind of came in with the mindset that I wanted to win that. So, yeah. And I struggled in preseason. Do you remember us playing you guys? Like (laughs) I did not do well in preseason games. It was bad. I was like, cause my freshman year of college, I played really bad too Mm. and I'm like I'm not going back to this dark place (laughs) I need to snap out of it fast so I had you know a good game against Chicago for our first game yeah and that just kind of like okay I'm gonna do this at least that's that's the good mindset to have like but I definitely understand what you mean by the whole player of the year thing because I can openly say this because she is my teammate (laughs) Kelsey Plum yeah. 2017 got it all and I was like excuse me yeah. <laughs> I won this national championship with my teammates and I didn't get anything yeah. yes I felt like I was robbed but that is the tea <laughs> but I can also piping hot tea <laughs> I can say that because I know KP is like loving and she knows this and and I mean she deserved it I don't even I can't even lead the NCAA and score in the way she did. So she definitely deserved it. But that was that was the selfish part of me. I was like, man, come on now. I pretty much did everything. Like, give mm-hmm. me one. All around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like, I understood. So, yes, I, I get where you're coming from with that one for Kindred sure. Good spirits here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, so this is, this is the real, real tea. What's your 2020 Rookie of the Year prediction right now? Ooh, the, Even though we haven't seen them all play. I know. <laughs> Oof, this one's hard. I really think, you know, this um, class was pretty talented as well. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be really fun to watch Sabrina play. Yeah. Um, especially at New York, like where she's really needed there. And I think mm-hmm. she's going to um, take control of that team. But I'm really excited about Satu Saboli. Mm-hmm. I think she is like the best overall player. Yeah. She's so tall and long and she can handle the ball. She yeah. can shoot the three. For sure. I think she's going to have the best career overall out of all the rookies. Yeah. And um, I think it's just going to depend on what opportunity she has during this year. But For I sure. think she's the best overall player. But yeah. What about you? Mm, I don't know. I'm really leaning towards Kennedy Carter. Uh, for some reason, I just think she's going to have like just a breakout part in the season, especially with a team like Atlanta, where they are already running gun. I think that's right up her alley. I I, I hate it because I feel like I'm going against my South Carolina Gamecocks, but I am keeping it in the SEC. Uh, but I just I've seen Kennedy Carter do things that a lot of guards can't do. And that's just, you know, pushing the tempo, handling the rock. And I just really think that she's capable of doing that. 
Um, and and carrying her team, I think I've seen her score multiple buckets and get her team back up into the flow of things, and that's tough to do as a rookie. But I think she's fully capable of doing that. So that's my prediction. She's uh, very fun to watch. Yeah, and she is in a great position this year with um, Courtney Williams is out, yes. Tiffany Hayes is out, Renee Montgomery is yes. out. She has so much opportunity. Yeah, that's why I said like. A lot of the other rookies aren't going to have that. Like she mm-hmm. has the opportunity to play a lot of minutes to shoot the ball basically whenever she wants. Yep. I mean, yep. she's going to shoot light. the ball. <laughs> That's her mindset anyways. <laughs> I'm going to shoot the ball, but at least she's in this program this year where she, other people are out and she's in the position where it would be more okay than other times. Yeah. Yeah. So I, she's going to be fun to watch. I think she's going to have high highs and low lows though. That's my prediction. Yeah. I mean, that's just I like mean, with every rookie. Yeah. That's what I say. That comes, that comes and goes. That's always, a, but I think even looking forward and just, in the future, she's going to be someone that's just like going to break out. And then all of a sudden it's going to be like, hey, we tried to warn you that mm-hmm. this is what she's capable of doing. So, yeah, she's nasty with the ball. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be caught in front of her. <laughs> like she can have that. You go ahead. Let's do stick with thing. the force. Right. right. We Guarding the out. force. No, we're good. <laughs> help. Help side. Help side. Right. All in. Come on. <laughs> so since what have you been doing for the last four months, actually? Oh, since man. quarantine hit. Um... It seems like it's been so. Twenty twenty has been the like longest year, yet shortest year, because we're already in July, ever. Um, well, after we got done with USA basketball, we actually like came back and did like NBA All Star and all mm-hmm. that stuff, and that was cool. And then that's when everything broke out about COVID. And I'm not even gonna lie to you. At the beginning, I did not take it seriously. Um, I was like, you know, this is going to pass. It's something that we've always dealt with. Like the disease comes about and like we all panic, but then it dies down. So, I mean, month one went away and I was like, all right, this is cool. Like I really enjoy being in my house anyways. Like, and then, <laughs> then I just moved to Vegas in January. So like I had to get my furniture and I had to get pictures. So I was really busy with putting my house together. Mm-hmm. And then month two came around and I'm kind of settled in and I'm like, all right. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't know what I need to be doing. And then it kind of just, everything just started. I didn't know what day it was. Just started mumbling together. And then later I was just like, all right, I guess I'm just going to start working out. And like, for me, like I, I'm, I'm hard. It's hard motivating me if I don't see an end goal. And like, I didn't know if the season was going to happen. I didn't know we're playing, we're not playing, where we're playing. So I really didn't have a end goal. So I was like, why do I need to work out? Like, what am I doing? But I did purchase a tonal and it's like one of those like, what is that? It's like a machine that you put on your wall. It's in my garage and it's like a workout machine. It has like weights, cables. It's the whole thing. Shout out to tonal. (laughs) It was a good investment. (laughs) I really love it. Um, But yeah, and I just, that helped me because I got programs. I kind of had to do like a thing all the time. So it kept me busy. I learned how to bake. Uh, trolls hmm. always say get in the kitchen. So I finally took their advice. And it was <laughs> Did pretty you go decent. on that banana bread wave? No, 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 no. Uh, You're yeah. making, people can't see, but she's making a weird face. I definitely went on that banana bread wave and it was delicious. Okay. <laughs> I, I did not. I just started like baking cupcakes and like different stuff like that. I was not on the banana bread, whatever. You don't like banana bread? No, that's disgusting. What? I'm not a person that mushes things together. Like it's bananas, it's bread, it's fruit, it's vegetables. I don't vegetables. Bread is like people put fruit in their salads. Like those don't belong together. Same way, banana don't be, doesn't belong. Okay. In bread. Well, if someone made you banana bread, does it taste good to you, or if you making the banana bread freaks you out? I can't even say that I've ever had banana bread. 
Okay, well, that is <laughs> option one of what we're doing this week. Okay. okay, I'm making you what? You've never had banana bread? No, because those don't belong together. Like I don't, I don't. You can sit here and try to like. Well, I can forgive you because you never tried it. If you still have this opinion after you tried it, I think this is our one and only me. podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, those don't belong together. And yeah, I hope everyone that's listening agrees with me because those don't. But I don't know if there is another soul on this planet. First of all, that hasn't tried banana bread at 24. No, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. Anyways, Oof. is that what you were doing for the past four months was making banana bread? I um, proudly was making banana bread <laughs> with a secret ingredient. Sour cream makes it very moist. What? Yep. Now you're adding sour cream? <laughs> yes, it's that a baker's secret. That is the nastiest thing I've ever heard. Anyways, it's delicious, and you will be trying it this week or whenever the bananas ripen. Like sour cream, so you can't taste the sour cream. You put it in. <clears throat> oh my god, I just threw up. Oh god. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, I was playing Monopoly for. Oh my goodness, like multiple times a day. I am so tired of Monopoly. Okay. That Play Monopoly. Is... I got a new dog. Oh, me too. Yes. Ah. I know. I saw your dog was going to school. Yes. They have to have their own segment, but yes. I know. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. What's your dog's name? Ace. Ace. Yes. yes. Luna. Oh, yes. They need their own. Okay. Anyways, continue. <laughs> I know. Let's not get wrapped up because we'll spend another 20 minutes here. Right. Um, well, I have a built-in trainer in my household, as you know. Oh, yes. My fiance, Alex Bazell, is a trainer. And I was instructed not to talk about him in this podcast, but it is relevant to this story. Yes. Um, yeah, so even when I'm not motivated, because I also, it's hard when you don't see a season in sight yep. and all these things, he would make me go to the gym, which in the long run, obviously, is great. So that was nice. And we were actually fortunate to have like a church with a gym. So I know a lot of people didn't have that too. So that was hard. But yeah, we were able to do that. And we played this new game called Catan. Have you heard of it? Never heard of it. It's the most boring but addicting game you've ever played. Okay. I'm going to stay away from it. It's You should (laughs) check it out. It's it's weirdly addictive. (laughs) But yeah, just, I mean, watching shows, things like that. um, Pretty much everything everyone else was doing. And then something you weren't doing, making banana bread. But I digress. Yeah, I'm sure I didn't miss out on anything. (laughs) How happy were you, though, when they decided that we were having a season? Were you, like, nervous or you Um, excited? I was definitely in between. I probably had multiple talks with Aaron. Aaron is our agent. Uh, Shout out to Aaron. Uh, We had multiple talks about, you know, what's going on, uh, what's the situations. I was nervous, um, not only to just get back up and start playing, but for the safety in my health. Um, But then the bubble talk came around, and I'm like... Single site sounds pretty cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be in Vegas. Naturally. Super biased. <laughs> but I feel like at the same time, we had great things that we could propose, but it's okay. We're it would have been really fun. Yeah. But- I, think it, I mean, not saying that Florida is not fun, but <laughs> at the same time, I was a little uneasy about it. Um, but we're here and... I absolutely hate when people ask, how's the bubble? Mm-hmm. What are you doing in the bubble? And I'm like, we do nothing in the bubble. Yeah. Like just close your eyes and listen to thunderstorms. That is yes. the bubble. <laughs> it rains at least once a day. Yes. At least. At least once. At least. But how about you? How was your feelings about when they announced the season and things like that? Um, I was excited. And I think, you know, my main thing being a rookie and still trying to make money as much as I can right now, the pay was really important for me. Yeah. And so when they first came out with their initial offer, I was like, obviously like a lot of people, um, I don't know if I want to risk all this stuff for that pay. Yes. Um, 
and things like that. But um, once they came out, I'm really happy. You know, obviously they said we get 100% of our pay, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I was excited. I know there are a lot of risks and personally it was good for me. And um, obviously don't judge anyone that didn't decide to come. It's a huge decision and yes. it affects people differently. Yes. Um, if they have a loved one or any, they have their own health risks, things like that. But I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Um, I think we're super positive about everything right now. And at the end of the day, I haven't played a game since like October. I'm so excited just to get on the court. Right. Me too. Like, and even in, even with us being on the court, just what we're going on the court for with Brianna Taylor's name on our jerseys and with what's the world going on right now, I think we're showing a different route of how you can handle things that you're going through. And mm-hmm. I think we're using basketball as a tool. And that's another reason why I was like, you know, maybe this bubble thing's not too bad. And I'm just, like you said, I'm just ready to play. I uh, haven't played five on five, so I might be a little bit out of game shape. <laughs> but I mean, I'll just be happy to be here. Yeah. A little rusty. <laughs> I'll just be happy to get out there. So yeah, I definitely understand you there. Yeah. I mean, if anyone has seen the games today, I think everyone understands we're going to be a little rusty. (laughs) They were a little rough for our first opening games, but it feels good. I mean, we had three scrimmages prior to this too. We played you guys Mm -hmm. in one and definitely rough. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't look pretty right now. At all. At all. No, (laughs) but it just feels so good. Like I said, to like brush that rust off and to get going. And it takes longer than you would think to get back, like to touch the ball. And like, Even if you're practicing, like I said, I live with the trainer. I was working out every day. It's different, like making those in game situations. So it feels, I don't know. It feels good. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. No, no complaints about the wobble. Yeah. None this way. We're just been trying to live, just really trying to live our best lives. That's it. In, in this, in this single site. This is, I mean, it's exactly like last year. I go to practice, I get back in bed and I watch TV. Pretty much. That is it. It's just raining and a lot more bugs and animals outside my door, but raccoons everywhere. There are grasshoppers that have kneecaps. Yes. They're huge. There are lizards that a chameleon was just in my room and it blended in with the carpet. (gasps) No. Yeah. So Thank you. Shout out to the lady at IMG that came in and rescued him and set him all free. But yeah. Oh, no, you couldn't. You couldn't get him out. Could not. Was not. I was not. Could not. Wasn't going to. (laughs) Could not. I would not. (laughs) But to wrap this up, we have to play a game. Okay, what's the game? We have to list top five players we want to watch in the bubble. Ooh, and of okay. course we can't include like ourselves. Got it. So you go ahead, take it away, Fee. Who? Okay, my top five players I want to see in the bubble. Um, I'm really excited to see Stewie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she played really well today, and just coming off you know her injury, and she's just fun to watch in general. Yeah. I'm excited to see her. My mama still, I got a shout out on my team. <laughs> she looks so good already this year. She came back ready to go. Yes. And <laughs> I mean, can I just tell you how incredible it was last year? She would have literally three to five people hanging on her. She would still make the shot. It's different. I've never seen anything like it. Built (laughs) different. She's the strongest human being. She's so sweet. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Neka Gumake. She's really fun to watch, too. Um, I watched them today for when they played Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And she's just fun to watch. I mean, she won MVP in, what was it, 2017? Yeah. You can still see it. She went like eight for eight for today. She's so efficient. It's ridiculous. president right there. I know. (laughs) Seriously. Um, A point guard that I think is always really fun to watch is Vandersloot from Chicago. Yeah. She's so efficient too. And the passes that she makes, I get faked out on TV. (laughs) I'm like, oh, she's going to pass it to the block. Nope. It's out to the corner. (laughs) 
She's so crafty in the way that she plays. And one person from Washington is Ariel Atkins. Mm. Her game has grown so much since college. She has always been an attack player. She's really good off the dribble. But since coming to the league, she's a great three-point shooter. Mm. She's like coming off of screens, in motion, shooting threes, knocking them down. So I think it's going to be really fun to watch her. Mm-hmm. That's about a good you? vibe. Uh, for me, yeah, I would have to say Stewie. I think a lot of people and all eyes are on Stewie this year because, you know, she missed last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm, I'm so happy to see her back on the court, of course, and just playing. So I'm definitely going to be wanting to watch her. Candace Parker, I think a lot of people kind of counted Candace Parker out. Um, I think she's been always been a go, always been a role model of mine, and she still has it. I don't think it ever left. Uh, she's someone that's can find you in the past and a big that can pass the way she does. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, Diamond to Shields. I think that is someone a lot of people sleep on. Her energy, her athleticism, that is something that is just TV money, just gold. Someone Absolutely. always wants to watch it. A guard that can damn near dunk the basketball. Um, Kayla, my teammate, Kayla McBride, she is someone that I will always admire watching just the way she shoots because I think she's the only shooting guard that has her feet perfectly set exactly the way it is (laughs) when she shoots the basketball. And I already know it's going to go in. Uh, Thank you so much because I don't have to rebound. (laughs) And the last one I have to say, Enrique. I think Enrique is someone that's always been star-studded ever since the whole Final Four situation. And she is a bucket getter. And she's someone that is going to be a big, big time person for Dallas, um, a score bucket whenever you need it. So I'm going to be excited to see her play on top of my rookie of the year, Kennedy Carter. Yes. I was just about <laughs> to say, I'm so excited to see all the rookies. Yeah, It's going to be so fun. And being that I'm no longer in that position, <laughs> right. I can watch a little calmer. Where they're going. Right, right, right. For be sure. On the outside, seeing what this race is going to look like. But they're a really talented group. And I'm so excited for to see everyone play. Yeah. I think. Well, thank you guys for tuning into our podcast. That was the tea with A and B. Yes. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Don't forget to follow us and subscribe and share. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.